And welcome to the Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly. I am Ben. And I'm sorry that this episode is very late. That's not your fault. It kind of is, because I was the one who went and had surgery. You... And, then, and then Mel was the one who went and had surgery. And then we were just doped up on painkillers together. I like that you're taking the fall for this. Yes. Because that takes the weight off of me. I'm trying to be a good friend. That's good. And that's what good friends do, is take responsibility for things that aren't their fault. Last week was... Right? Yeah, absolutely. Last week, I think, was difficult for both of us. My schedule was absolutely bananas last week. The end. That was a beautiful story. Thank you. Thank you very much. I think it has a beginning. It has an end. It's just missing a middle. Yeah. The middle is where the meat is. Uh, it's before, where the banana is. It's where the, the, the meat banana. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just I realized that, all the implications of that kind I of just, phrase. I think I found my new text message tone for you. <laughs> it's no. just that noise. Before we begin the episode properly, I would like to remind listeners that I have a crowdfunding project going on right now for a uh, a drama comedy web series called Typecast. The best way to describe it is it's being human meets extras. It's actors who are also monsters. It's monsters who are actors trying to get out of the typecasting rut, co-written by myself and my friend Mac. I will be starring in it, so will Mac. We want, we need a lot of money to make the whole thing. We know we're not going to hit our goal, but any penny, any penny. Any penny. Any penny. Uh, anyone named Penny who is listening to this podcast? We need you. We need you. Just, if you this pledge... This is a, a personal entry. It's personally, yeah, this is, uh, this is a, a jumbotron for Penny. <laughs> if you back us, it's Indiegogo rather than Kickstarter, so anything that gets... Uh, pledged to the to the campaign we get to use and we want to use whatever money we get to make as many episodes of the show as possible so do please go to bit.ly slash typecast go go that's t-y-p-e c-a-s-t-g-o-g-o um, and uh, watch the proof of concept if you like it please pledge a million billion dollars if you don't this like it for you penny I expect a million billion dollars <laughs> from you one penny has pledged a million billion. Two other pennies did not. If you like it, please pledge. If you uh, can't afford to pledge, please tell your friends. If you uh, don't like it, keep that to yourself. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. And thank you, Molly, for letting me open with that, because usually we do that kind of stuff at the at the end of the episode. But we are in the last week of the campaign. Like, it ends... This episode is going up... Tomorrow. Which is today, now. Oh, no! Wait, listener. hold on. This is hurting my brain. It's Monday now when we're recording. This episode is going up on Tuesday, which means that the campaign ends on Friday. So at this point, there's optimistically four days, probably three days left of the campaign. So this is the time. If you already knew about this project and you've been thinking, I'll wait till the end, we're at the end. So now is absolutely the time to uh, to back the project. Penny. Penny. You, Penny. And if your name isn't Penny, you know what? You won't have to pledge to. You won't have to show your support support for the project and your support. It's a Fortnite. It's a fork knife. I love that people are calling the game fork knife. <laughs> I don't know how that started. I, I think because it sounds like fork knife. I think it's, the word Fortnite is not as commonly used in, in the American US. English yeah, now. we use it frequently in the UK. Like we'll meet again in a fortnight. Like when shall we three meet again? No. About fortnight. You're like that's no. No one here says that. Yeah, Americans... I didn't know that was a word until I read um, Mousetrap by Agatha Christie. <laughs> <laughs> 
was like, know, what is that? Do you know what is weird? Americans do not say fortnight, but they do say bi-weekly. Like, that's more, that's that an weird? extra syllable. Just say every fortnight, not bi-weekly. Okay, I'm realising what happened there, <laughs> but I still think fortnight. You just can't fortnightly. admit that maybe sometimes we do things better over here. No, fortnightly. Bi-weekly. It's like when Americans say burglarized. Burgled. You were burgled I've never said the by word a burglar. I don't think that's a real word. No, it is. Burglarize. Americans say burglarize. Wouldn't burglary be burglarision? <laughs> burglarision sounds like... Uh, it's like Eurovision's the- <laughs> evil cousin. Yeah. Burglarision is... Uh, yeah, it's it's... All of the countries get together and they break into a house and they're scored based <laughs> so on colonization. who got the most. Yeah, it's <laughs> basically my which my country invented uh, burglarism. Yeah, but yeah, it's a burglar burgles. A burglar doesn't burglarize. That's like a saying burglarizer. that's like saying a crossing guard crossing guard eyes. I can tell that this is very close to your heart. It's an issue very and near and dear to me. And we can talk about this Hi, for a long time. My name's Ben Padden, and this is a PSA about basic English. Burglarize is dumb. Stop it, America. From the council to reintroduce the word burgled to it's American It's just fun English. to say burgled. Burgled is fun. Burgled sounds like cartoon elves stole all your shit. That's what that... <laughs> oh, we got visited by the burgles again. It's like an, like, like a, an evil offshoot of the borrowers. Oh! <laughs> I would be so excited if I got burgled, if that were the case. Yeah. Tiny people in little, like, with big buttons and... Yeah. Very thick, like... Sewn clothes, yes. having stolen all of your shit. Yeah. Thick up well, that's clothes. That's just what what borrowers do. So really, yeah. But maliciously, whatever well, borrowers do that to survive. They do it regardless. So whatever their intentions are, <laughs> it doesn't really matter to me because I'm just like cute tiny people. Yes. But what if burglars? What if a burglar stole something that you want, not because they need it, but because they just want to fucking take it to stick it to you, Molly? Oh, well, I probably deserve it. You. Tiny, if tiny people steal shit from you, your first thought is, well, I mean, that's fair. Well, I have big privilege. <laughs> Should we talk about why we're not doing Digimon this week? Yes, so... Because I'm really sorry about that. I had multiple people contact me and tell me personally how excited oh they were. Oh my god, yeah. And for a Digimon episode, and I feel like I've let every single one of them down. We've let them... Well, the thing is, we were both excited about it for a while because of how... Because um, we have memories of watching Digimon. Yeah, like my my childhood memories are I didn't like Doji, Digimon because I preferred Pokemon. Digimon, Dogemon. Uh, you had to collect all the Doge. <laughs> my memory of of Digimon is that I preferred Pokemon because Digimon felt like the cheap ripoff because the theme was bad. Like that was my entire basis. Mm. As an adult now, I know that Digimon was more serialized. It had it had a more involved, interesting story of the two. Into the human mon dynamics were healthier. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing about Pokemon is Ash is a shit Pokemon trainer. Yeah. Whereas the uh, Digi-Destined in the yeah. Digimon cartoon, in the Digimon anime, like, have a good relationship with their Digimon. It also helps that the Digimon can actually talk English. They can yeah. speak words that can be understood by people. The movie was so bad, we found it on YouTube. We could not rent it anywhere. You can't buy it. You cannot I'm rent so it. I'm so glad we didn't have to exchange currency for this I think filmic experience. If we'd, had to, if we'd rented it, I think we would have felt obliged to record the episode, and it would have been bad. I'm going to do something ballsy right now, with your permission. I would like to play a brief clip of the episode we recorded. <laughs> so here you go. Here's a little snippet of the Digimon episode. Proof that we tried. 
No one involved in this process was thinking, we, want it, we have a story we want to tell. We think we can take these three shorts and we can stitch them together in a way that makes sense. All everyone was thinking about was, this is going to make money at the box office because Pokemon the first movie and Pokemon 2000 made money. That's, that was the whole thought process for this. Prove me wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Please. I want to be wrong. My heart feels so heavy. I want to know that there are there's someone out there who genuinely wanted this movie to be about something. Because it's not. It's just, I'm hurt. I'm also hurt. My heart is breaking right now. I feel bad because it's been two weeks since the last episode. And people are coming back to this. This is bad. This is bad content, and we're bad content creators. We're bad content creators. So listening to that, which we have not listened to, because I haven't decided what bit I'm going to use yet, I hope you understand why we didn't release that episode. We stopped recording. We have not stopped recording the podcast in frustration since we tried to do it with just Barbie movies almost two years ago. Like, that's... It's a deeply frustrating movie to watch, and I cannot recommend... If you want to watch... like, if, I know a lot of... I have a lot of friends who are into an- anime, and every single one of them has told me, don't watch the Digimon movie, watch the shorts that were edited together to make that movie. The human centipede of a movie. Yes. That is the Digimon <laughs> movie. Because if nothing else, not only do they make more sense, because huge chunks of them weren't cut out, and they weren't crammed together to force one crappy crappy narrative you also don't get a sequence of a digimon running around a kitchen eating food set to the song all star by smash mouth <laughs> or random occurrence of one week by the bare naked ladies halfway through the movie that was kind of fun that was it was kind of like an ice bucket challenge where you're like <laughs> trying to understand the movie and then suddenly you're hit with something you're really not expecting it wasn't necessary in any way shape or form so we we're, we are aborting this is the second time that we have aborted on the show, like, because we also haven't yet done Furby Island, although that yeah. one, that one it's is coming. coming up. We will do Furby Island, but we are officially removing the Digimon movie from the slate. It is done. We are not going to review the Digimon I'm movie. I'm really sorry. If you want the Digimon movie experience, you it can is, watch it on your own it's time. It's on YouTube. Get some friends together and arm them because they will want to immediately destroy you. Or just, it's important to be in an altered state of consciousness, at the very least. That's what, we should have gotten high. Yeah. Oh my god, if we got high and watched the Digimon movie, would that improve the experience? I think it would have made it easier to forget afterwards, and that's (laughs) that's really all I want. But forgetting does not lead to, like, cogent discussion of... Yeah. That wouldn't have happened anyway. It's not a movie. It's not a movie. It's, yeah, I think Digimon the movie is the least movie movie that we have seen by virtue of the fact that it wasn't... Like, even My Little Pony, despite its rushed production schedule and bad everything, and just it cuts abruptly from one scene to the next without transition, at least they were telling a story. Yeah, it was conceived of as a movie from the start. It as had opposed purpose. to this, which is episodes that are stitched together... Yeah. And kind of the translators retroactively changed and inserted a lot of things. I still, and I know we're not we're not talking about and the film, also, but that moment where the, a kid is crying and another kid says "get over it," and the first kid just goes "okay,", okay. and then stops crying. <laughs> what What was that scene originally about? I really want to know. I feel like maybe I feel like they just like rocked the footage backwards. Maybe we that's from what crying to not crying. Maybe that's what we do. Maybe we find those three original shorts and we revisit those shorts 
one after the other. Not in one episode, but there's three separate episodes, because I don't want that experience again. But I think we were gonna have if we do that, it will have to be down the line. Because I cannot look we at a digital. We need to recover. We just need to take some time yeah. and um I don't those, wanna... those memories are so emotionally charged right now, and I just need some time away. I need yeah. to do some EMDR. I need to just... <laughs> I just... I can't think about Digimon. Like, I rode the bus over here, and there's a Digimon on the bus, and I just couldn't make eye contact <laughs> because it was just difficult to, like, know what I probably what thought you were a Digimon racist. Yeah, a Digi-racist. <laughs> so what are we watching this week? We're watching Power Rangers the movie. Which one are we watching? The good one. The first one. The, the one... The first one... The one with that lady who was on Flash Flashpoint. Yes. What? Yeah. Amy... Amy... Amy Jo. Oh, Amy Jo Johnson. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm with you now. So I'm not familiar with the show, so... Oh, it's Canadian. That, okay. Now it makes sense. That's why. You don't know. <laughs> I have... My favorite TV show is from Canada. You wouldn't know you it. You wouldn't know about it. Yeah. It goes to a different school. Um... <laughs> We have discussed... Have we discussed the 2017 po- uh, uh, Power Rangers movie? I remember... Pokemon <laughs> I remember <laughs> that you went and saw it. I saw it last year, Last yes. year. Well, in England. I have not seen it at all. I remember that you didn't care for it. I thought it you? was tonally inconsistent. None of the character moments were earned. It was a joyless, stupid, tone-deaf, vapid insipid journey through mediocrity. I'm really excited that that's on our list later. Yeah. Down the line. Down the line. But this one's fun and campy and silly. And I think we've already watched it together at least once. Oh, yeah. You and I watched it together... years ago. Um, Yeah, I want to say it was two... It was before we recorded the barbecue pilot. It was just for fun. Back when we watched movies for fun. You know. Yeah. (laughs) Just for for human enjoyment. Um, I think it's actually on Amazon Prime as well. We're going to find out. We will find out very, very shortly. I'm kind of... I used to watch this movie a lot as a kid. Mm -hmm. So, as as an insight into my childhood, for Christmas in, I guess, 1995, I was given a copy of this movie on VHS cassette, but it wasn't a purchased copy. It wasn't even a bootleg copy from, like, a market stall. My dad had rented the movie, hooked two VCRs up to each other, taped the entire movie, and hadn't even, like... Put on a new label, like the label had whatever was on that tape before <laughs> scribbled out, and then underneath it, in a in green sharpie, was written Power Ranger. Oh, a single, that, a single Power Ranger. A single Power Ranger. So that was my Christmas present that year. It's very thoughtful of him. Yeah. At he, least he remembered to get you a present. Yeah. If you think about it, it was a handmade gift. It was a handmade. He gift. could have gone to a shop and it bought was you. Bespoke. I wonder if I could put those on Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> like VHS. It is stuff. vintage now. Yeah. Like V8, oh, vintage like and handmade. Double VHS whammy. handmade copies of The Shape of Water on VHS cassette. <laughs> it's it's handmade. Yes. Yeah. You can do, do custom edits for people, like yeah. a fingerless edit for me. Yeah, where there are just no fingers. No fingers. No one has fingers. It's a reverse Rayman version. <laughs> so we're watching the 1995 Power Rangers movie. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. I remember going and seeing it in theaters. I never got to see it in theaters. I, I wanted did. to, but I never got to see it. Oh. Did I get to see it? I'm now wondering if I got to well, see it. Well, just imagine sitting in a theater and watching it, and that's what the memory would have been. So you kind of did. Okay, all right. If you can imagine it, it might as well be real. Yeah. That's how it works, right? Memory is pointless anyway. My memory at this point is this turgid mess of, uh, did this happen? Did this not happen? Turbid? Turgid. Did turbid. I say turbid? You, no, you said turgid, and I think you meant turbid. No, turgid. Turgid means yeah, like a dick. Yeah. 
It's over your dick memory. <laughs> your memory is a boner. <laughs> it's it's hard and it's crusty at the top. Yeah, that's how no! it is. I'm not describing mine. I mean, okay. I am describing my memory. I'm not describing my dick. Why does it always come dick. back to the dick? I don't want it to. Can we stop? You shouldn't have said turgid. It's turbid. It could be anything. <laughs> it's whatever your mind wants in your, it to be. In your engorged memory. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've gotten so accustomed to having to purge these films oh. from our memories after watching them that we've gotten really good at just, Do you think just memory dumps. In a year's time, we're going to go back and listen to some of these old episodes and be like, I have no memory of watching Probably. This I movie. hope so. Um, I want to use that space for something else. For something valuable? Yes. <laughs> Like I, I want to, I, I, I want this podcast to be like temporary stories, to be like read access memory, yeah, random access memory rather, where it's we watch the movie, we talk about the movie, we finish the recording, I hit save, I close the file, and then we purge, we purge, yeah. Uh, which we don't need to, we don't need to commit it to long term memory because Audacity does that, yeah. for us. Yeah, we've got, we've got all of our memories still on the <laughs> Google Drive, so it's very Black Mirror in its way, yeah, yeah. But we should get into it, because we've talked for a while. Nearly uh, nearly 18 minutes. That's too many minutes. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go away and watch Power Rangers the movie from 1995. I think it's on Amazon Prime. If not, you can probably rent it somewhere. Uh, and we will be right back after these very, very old commercial messages. It's the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, teenage defenders of Earth. The Power Rangers are driven by the power of the ancient dinosaurs. Lately... Evil space aliens have become a real safety hazard. Earth's only hope, the Power Rangers. Oh yeah? No one can stop us. Just let them try. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, too hot to handle. We are back. We just watched Power Rangers. And it was delightful. Was it delightful? I enjoyed it. I I have a world of questions about this movie. I do have a lot of questions, but yes. I still... It was nice to relive my childhood, because I watched that movie so yeah. much growing up. This was a film that... This was a favorite of mine. Which, Are you now questioning why it was a favorite of yours? And, well, I mean, it's it's very competently lit. Yes, so. I did notice the lighting was very good, and I commented on the bold use of color. There was some great. It was use very of skyfall color. in some parts. It was very Smallville lighting in places. <laughs> Lots of like the the purple light on the zombie mm-hmm. parents, and uh, it was just very competently assembled. It was very competent. It was a competent movie. Put that on the box. Perfectly passable. We had some trouble watching it though, because mm-hmm. the first time you and I watched it, which was about two years ago, we watched it on Amazon because it was on Amazon Prime. At least I think that's where. Yeah, we found and it. I think I watched it a few years before that on Netflix, streaming yeah. on Netflix. But it's nowhere right it's now. It's nowhere. I went on Just Watch. It didn't even come up. It's not on Google Play. It's not on iTunes. It's not on Amazon Video to purchase. It is unavailable, and I suspect. This has been done to avoid confusion with the newer Power Rangers movie, but it does mean that... I mean, you're ascribing a lot of forethought that perhaps isn't there. Well, maybe, but I mean, it could also be related to the sale to Hasbro, because mm, Hasbro... That would make a lot of sense, too. Bought, yeah, they bought Power Rangers from, from Saban last week, the week before. I mean, Hasbro own a lot of stuff that's been adapted into movies, so that's going to be like an ongoing thing yeah. for us. Just the Hasbro Cinematic Universe. Yes, the the uh, the HCU, yeah, which sounds more like a credit union. <laughs> As we were watching, you were referencing a lot of things from the show that mm. I didn't remember. Oh I yeah, guess because you would have been a lot older watching it originally than I was, so your memories are probably a bit more. 
yeah, I mean, this movie came out when I was nine, so like eight years old, nine years old. I, I was like knee deep, knee deep in Ranger lore mm-hmm. at the time. I was a big Power Rangers fan. I remember this movie coming out, and Power Rangers in the UK was originally airing on Sky One, which was a satellite network, but it was being aired like later on another network, uh, I think probably ITV, but they were showing older episodes. So if you didn't have satellite television, you hadn't yet gotten to the part where um, the not Jason and Adam and... Rocky. Rocky, thank you. We kept on calling him Jason. We were like, wait a second. I was really confused when they called him Rocky the first time. So I thought maybe I was losing my mind a little bit. Adam and... I keep wanting to call him Andy. Was the one before him Zach? Yes. It was originally, it was Billy and Kimberly who stayed on. Mm -hmm. And then Jason, Trini, and Zach. Then Jason, Trini, and Zach left. Died. Oh. They didn't die. But they, in the show, I think they left to become UN peace ambassadors for peace, but by punching. <laughs> and they were, re- they were replaced. Tender Loving Punches. Tender Loving Punches Peaceful is punches. the name of my Depeche Mode cover band. Then they were replaced by Rocky, Adam, and Aisha, who had been introduced a couple of episodes earlier. And there was like this whole ritual for power transfer. And mm-hmm. so it was all very BDSM. It was very sexy. Yeah, super sexy, super duper sexy. So if you... If you didn't have Sky One in your household, if you didn't have satellite or cable television in your household as a child in the UK, you had not yet caught up to the point where these new replacement rages... So you would be, like, talking to your friends, and they'd be like, yeah, you know when Rocky does this or that, and you'd be like, you yeah. mean Jason. <laughs> yeah, it's Jason, is clearly... You're but then confused. watching this movie, it's like, who the hell are these three guys? Yeah. I, I was very privileged in that I lived in a household with satellite television. Oh. Uh, so I knew exactly who everybody was, but I had a friend... Alan, who didn't have satellite television and refused to believe me when I said that uh, Jason and Zach and Trini were leaving the show. So anyone who saw this movie during the, I want to say the summer that it came out, who was watching it on terrestrial television. Oh no, do they feel really confused and betrayed? Yeah, because it's only 20%, sorry, 40% of the Power Rangers that they are accustomed to. But I remember watching this movie a lot on that crappy VHS as a kid. Do you have any memory of, of this film? As I remember going and seeing it in theaters. I remember my my brother is your age, so he he was also all the way into Power Rangers. And oh my I just God. came along for the ride. I collected, uh, they weren't pogs, but they were like knockoff pogs. Mm. With pa- they were licensed Power Rangers fo- faux pogs. Faux pogs. Don't make a faux social pog. faux pog. Yes. And I had a bunch of them. And I was very proud of my combined pog and... Tazo and Not Pog Power Rangers collection. And then I came to America for three months to stay with my dad and my stepmom. And when I went back, my collection was ruined because my sister mm. played with it in the back garden and then left it there. And it does the thing in England where it rains. rains. And all of my pogs were ruined. I'm sorry. I was, I, 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 once it was gone, it was like, okay, I, this no longer matters to me. I'm sorry but. that I, in referencing sibling stuff, you flash back to your sibling trauma. It's fine. It's not. I wouldn't describe sibling it. Sibling Power Rangers. It's not so much trauma as it is betrayal. And I'm seeing my sister next week because I am going back to England. Are you going to remind her about this? Oh yeah, she's gonna. She's gonna. She's, she's gonna, gonna learn about it. She gonna learn. Are you gonna find some some precious possession of hers and smash it with a hammer? Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking her son. Thinking no, like, that's too far. That's no. too far. That's too far. I feel far. like you're a little attached to him too. I, I love my nephew. He's 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 hilarious. But yeah, we. I think we got this on VHS. We bought it legitimately on VHS as as soon as it came out. Yes, I've had to all the time. In order for us to watch this movie today, 
technically this is the second time I've had to illegally acquire a copy Might of this movie. Might have broken a law or two. Yeah, we may have had to do that. Listen. But that's what, our art is edgy, and if you can't handle that. Yeah, then that's on you, you know? Like, we, you know, you're not, you're, maybe you're too old to receive what we're trying to transmit. Yeah. Dad. I, there's a lot of reasons he can't receive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, he doesn't have an iPod. Um, yeah, that's why. It's, it's the main reason. The, the biggest hurdle that this movie has other than existing, is that it's trying to tell an... And here's the thing. For the story it's trying to tell, I made the joke while we were watching it that it was like watching a high school production of the Masters Mm. of the Universe movie, just in terms of like set design and costume and whatnot. But the story's much more competent. Like it, they're, they're, they're it actual, has a through line that you can follow yeah. and understand. It's stupid and Even it's if there's simple. A few, there's a few head-scratching moments, yeah. but overall you know what's going on and like yeah. why people are making the choices they're making. Yeah, but in terms of like the aesthetic, Masters of the Universe is the movie that it reminded me of the most. And that may just have been Goldar. That may just have been Possibly. his presence... Because nothing about Ivan Ooze screech, although Ivan Ooze does sound like a Masters of the Universe villain. So the film opens with a, a, a slow... A Star Wars text uh, crawl. It's, it's, it's a crawl. It's more Blade Runner than Star Wars, I think. Just telling you what Power Rangers and Zords are. For the parents who don't care. For the parents who don't want to be here. No one below the age of, I'm going to generously say 11, maybe 12 wants to be watching this movie and yet dot 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 so we get our crawl and then we're um it's skydiving time yeah it's time to skydive these teenagers are licensed skydivers at the age of 18 i imagine you have to be 18 to to jump at the age of looking 18 but probably being 23 (laughs) 24 well i was saying that they they're probably children who like aged out of the foster system so now they're 18 and they're not accountable to anyone which is why they never have to worry about like parents or siblings they don't belong to anybody they are (laughs) their own free people and there's the six rangers on the plane and then also bulk and skull because they're friends now because they're well this is a parallel this is an alternate continuity from the continuity posited in the tv series because they have all this different shit and it's never addressed or touched upon so it's it's always been regarded by long-term Power Rangers fans as being a separate I know way too here's the thing I've always kind of gently dunked on people who still in their 20s and 30s like and get excited about Power Rangers because there's not a lot there to get excited about it is not high art not to say that art has to be high to be enjoyable but it's not it's a very shallow There's experience. There's not a lot of meat on the Power Rangers bones. Power Rangers bones is uh, is the new season of Power Rangers coming <laughs> uh, to Nickelodeon this fall. There's there's not a lot there. It's very simple, simple. You can learn a lot about basic storytelling from Power Rangers because yeah. it is very basic storytelling with an emphasis on the word basic. And I probably did learn a lot about Power because I remember like like multi-episode story arcs and whatnot happening in Power Rangers. So a lot of what I learned about storytelling yeah. and writing and whatnot probably came from Power Rangers and Star Trek yeah. and Doctor I Who. I remember in watching Power Rangers, that was the first time I had ever experienced like a multi-episode story, or joy, a multi-episode <laughs> story arc or like a to be continued. And I was like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> I remember that. That was, I mean, like the, the whole thing with the Green Ranger when he was yes, evil at the yeah. beginning. And, and then when they lost their regular powers and had to go in search of the ninja powers, which this is kind of an alternate 
like a retelling that, yeah. of that, but from a different perspective. And also, Angel Grove is in Australia because why the fuck wouldn't this it whole be? thing was shot in and around yeah. Sydney? So anyway, so they all jump out of the plane except for Bulk and Skull, who have neglected to put on their. I think they maybe they like roofied Bulk and Skull and then put them in a plane because <laughs> they don't seem to understand what's happening. And yeah. They seem to be afraid of jumping and they're not wearing any safety gear. And they also, when they do eventually, because they put on their gear long after the Rangers have done their jump, and the Rangers are in their civvies at this point, by the way, so they're not all like helmeted up and whatnot. I'm saying whatnot a lot in this recording. What not, what not, stop. When the When Bulk and Skull gear up they literally just put on their their they put uh, them on like a, like a backpack like, backpack like they're going to school and but then no they, just, they don't do the clip there's no there's nothing they're not strapped in yeah at all. and then they just they're jump just off. wearing a backpack yeah they're wearing their ll bean backpack with their initials on it and they just yeah. throw themselves out of the plane yeah it's it's a pink jam sport and then they jump the rangers jump out of the plane and they do some spins and flips and very bad music plays in the background and then they kind of they're all kind of aligned. Is it like the, higher ground playing in. I don't remember what I song. I don't remember it's, what it was. It's a popular, famous song. I don't recognize it. I can't comment. A lot of the music in this film is bad. They made bad choices. Oh. But the the Power Rangers kind of move in. They're in a circle. They're holding hands. And they then do they this kiss. for a grand. No, they don't kiss. <laughs> they do this for a grand total of three seconds. And then they say break, and then they release, and that's their big stunt. Is they were in a circle for a I couldn't second. do that. I think that if, for that being on this planet for eighteen years, we're guessing. I think that's pretty impressive. Twenty three. They but couldn't yeah. have been training for that. I mean, they're still in high school, so maybe they've just been held back over what? and over again because they are troubled foster children. What high school has a parachute jump trick? I don't team? know why you're asking me to explain. You're American. This. Explain this to me. Well, I mean. I- my my high school's uh, skydiving team was pretty small because we didn't have a huge athletics budget. It all went to football. <laughs> a lot fewer concussions in skydiving, weirdly. Yeah. You get injured a lot more playing football. That's weird. Yeah. That's crazy. You think someone would look into that and maybe do something about yeah. the concussions in the footballs? There's documentaries. There are documentaries. Anyway... So um, they they do their jumps. They pull their shoots. All of the uh, the individual peoples doing their jumps, their parachutes are color coded based on what ranger they are, which is a very in- interesting and useful mnemonic for us, the viewer, to know that oh, Aisha's the yellow ranger, and Adam is the 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 black ranger, and Billy is um, being ostracized by his peers because oh, no. no one. Oh, uh, sweet Billy! It's rough. It's so rough. You should um, tell tell the story for people who don't know the. I mean, I, I have to assume that anyone who is a Power Rangers fan knows this story, but the uh, the actor who plays Billy on the TV show and in the movie, I forget his name. Something Yost. David Yost. Together, we, we vulture on that yes. bad boy. Um, he was mercilessly bullied on the set by the cast and crew because he's gay, and he reached a point where he'd had enough, and he just kind of walked off set, and then. Never came out. I think he made some cameo appearances in some of the newer shows, but he basically walked off set and had a, he really struggled with it for a long time because of the way that he was treated by the other cast members and and, and crew members. Just the toxic work environment. It was a it was a rough time for him. So it's difficult to watch this movie without thinking about that whole situation because you can kind of see the pain in his eyes you can see you pointed out during a couple of scenes you can kind of see this look on his face of i just want to go it just home. yeah like fatigue i'm in australia with a bunch of people who that hate I, me yeah for for the core being of who i am and i just want to leave 
I feel bad because Billy, like, I can't say that Billy was my favorite as a child, but he was always the one that I remembered yeah. the most. He seemed to be the one who had the most personality, like yeah. the most distinct characteristics. Whereas the other ones were like, we're teenagers, we're in colors. Yeah. There wasn't a tremendous amount of personality with the Rangers, and that's, whatever personality they had in the show is all but gone in the movie, except for, as you observed while we were watching it, Kimberly is the one who feels, Mm -hmm. and Billy is the one who says affirmative. And that is literally it. Tommy occasionally... And uh, Rocky is the one who does splits. Almost called him he... Jason. But Rocky is the Rocky... one who does splits a lot. Rocky is definitely the Johnny Cage of the group. Because he does the splits <laughs> several times in this movie. Sometimes for just no reason. There's I no mean, call if for I it. could do a split, I would just do them for fun walking down yeah. the street. Absolutely. So they're doing the skydive and there's this kid watching with his dad. Named Fred. The kid is named Fred because his dad apparently never wanted kids. Maybe it's a really <laughs> popular name in Angel Australia. Grove, Australia. Angel Grove, Australia. Yes. In 1995, we'll yes. say. I don't think that was the case. I think that was the screenwriter going onto a random name generator website, clicking the button going, Fred? Okay. All right. That seems like a name a kid I mean, would like, have in the mid nineties. Freddie would have been something yeah. like Freddie. You're like okay. Yeah, and it's the thing. Like I knew I, but Fred. I, I went to high school. I went to school with a ton of kids named Ed, Edward, Eddie. I never knew any Eddies or any Freds or Freddies. I didn't know Eds. any Freds because you know what? No human being who was born after 1986 would willingly allow themselves to be called Fred. It wouldn't happen. Fredward. Fredward. Frederick. Fredwick. Fredstifer, Fredjamin, <laughs> my daily Fredjamin of uh, a morning exercise and a hard-boiled egg. And vitamins. And minerals. Part of a balanced breakfast. So Fred has a chat with his dad. Um, Who's also a skydiver, but yes. not as good a skydiver as these sucked. teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Bulk and skull parachute onto a building site. I thought site. you were going to say bulk and skull parish. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be... Because uh, they're not strapped into their shoes they, at all. They immediately... There's there's this shot. Uh, after they jump out of the plane, it cuts to this shot of like this low-level shot of concrete on the street as the rangers are now apparently done with skydiving and are rollerblading down the street. But because it cut from them jumping to this low angle of the <laughs> sidewalk, I was convinced that the next shot was going to be their bodies, like, hammering Making into contact, the ground. Yeah. yeah. But this, the Power Rangers are, uh, are all as a group. Do they, they do everything together. Have you noticed this? Like, yes. these... These six human beings are inseparable. That's because they're all foster children. Yeah. They were traumatized and they all went to um, St. Christine's... Is, would she have been St. St. Christine's foster home. For extremely student. athletic... Extremely athletic, bulky persons. teen boys and girls. Anyway, so Vulcan Skull land in a construction site. Very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. They just land. Their parachute... As they land, their parachute never flutters down on top of them. It's just... It's suspended above them. And then in the next shot, it's gone. And then in the next shot, it's just gone forever. Do you think they imagine the parachute and their actual... This whole movie is their hallucination as they've, like, passed out and they're hurtling towards the earth right before they die? It's the brain releasing endorphins and chemicals to kind of keep them in a state. Yeah. Yeah. So... The construction site people discover this giant manhole cover with what looks like a lion's face on it going... Yeah. They they open it with a crane and some rope because, you know, there's an ancient evil in in that canister. So naturally the lid just pops off like a Tupperware container. And inside there's a giant claw holding a big old egg. And they're like, huh... 
That's the extent of the reaction that we get from the construction yeah. workers. Huh. Yeah, they're just kind of, they're, they're, they're lightly uh, puzzled by like, the hmm. presence of this thing. Zordon calls the Power Rangers back to the command center, located at the top of beautiful Vasquez Rocks in California. And they get there. Zordon calls them from where they were to say, hey, there's some bad shit. You should go back to where you were. And yeah, like, it seems like you could have resolved this with a quick text or phone call yeah. instead of an in-person meeting. We didn't need to call a meeting. It's like it's like someone's like, hey, uh, are you busy right now? Can you log on to GoToMeeting? Because we have to have a conversation, uh, very important like group departmental discussion about an ongoing issue. And then it's like, oh... Okay, cool. So we're logged in. Everyone logged in? Okay, good. Okay, so we're just waiting for Tommy. Tommy's having his, he's having trouble with a Skype headset, so he's having to call in on his phone. Give him a minute. Tommy, are you there? Hi, it's Tommy. Okay, brilliant. Cool. So um, just a quick heads up. Uh, need you all to come back to the office now. There is an ongoing issue with some energy readings. We'll tell you more when you get here. There is a PowerPoint presentation that you can download and watch on the way. They watch the PowerPoint presentation on their phones as they get there. They get there, and Zordon's like, hey, uh, there's... A bad dude is likely to be released in the construction zone where you where just, you just were. were. You just cycled uh, or, you know, scooted past it. So maybe go back there. And uh, that is the point when all of all six Power Rangers uh, grabbed their phones and started looking on LinkedIn for a new job. <laughs> but they get to the construction site and they find the big egg has, I guess, opened. Well, that's because uh, Lord Zed and Rita Repulsa and stuff come and actually are the ones oh, who Oh, yeah, I, I'd entirely forgotten about that. Yeah. Lord Zed and Rita Repulsa release them, and then there's this moment where uh, Ivan Ooze is standing there, and he kind of sniffs the air, and he says, I smell teenagers, which is a gross thing for an adult man to say. Oh, I was just thinking he smells like pizza and <laughs> axe. I don't know what teenagers and Mountain smell Dew. like. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Ivan Ooze is, he was the security guard. The security guard turns into Ivan Ooze. Ah! Uh, it's Ivan Ooze. Ivan his Ooze, accent gets a lot better. His accent improves considerably. There it changes of, from moment um, to moment. Uh, incidental walk-on characters who have, yeah. who are really struggling with their American accents. Paul Freeman playing Ivan Ooze, really having a wonderful, wonderful time. He is chewing the scenery. He's given it his all. He's hamming it up. He's having so much fun. And I think he said in interviews, like, it's one of his favorite movies to have worked on because he got to just be absolutely over-the-top ridiculous villain. Yeah. He seems... He he has the most energy of anyone in this movie, I think. Yeah. So he summons a bunch of weird Oozemen... To fight with, the Power with Rangers. Goopy dreads. With goopy dreads. They're just unpleasant. Um, and then a fight scene ensues in which a lot of like flips and kicks and spins in defiance of physics occur. Yeah, at one point Tommy just like spins into the air like a like a sky dancer. Yeah, he just says, so long, and then he takes off like, well, like what's that toy with a fairy on it? And you pull the thing and it kind of twirls sky away. Sky dancer. That's the, the thing you literally just yes. said? Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> he just like, whee! He goes away. And then there's into the, the fire. Into the fire, yeah. Into the <laughs> that video. Oh, I love it. And there's this one bit, I think it's Kimberly and maybe Aisha? Like stop backflipping away Billy. from Billy. Is it Billy? Okay. They start doing back handsprings because apparently that's the fastest form of moving across the terrain. Yeah, they're doing a Power Rangers the movie speedrun. It's like how when you speedrun in Doom, if you move diagonally, you're moving faster than if you just move <laughs> forwards or sideways. So yeah, it's, a, it's a known speedrun technique. It also allows you to kind of clip through the floor and skip uh, an entire level 
of the movie, in fact. You'll notice that we didn't have the construction crane fight where they're fighting up the side of the crane. It allows them to bypass that section entirely. Otherwise, there's like a, a mandatory cutscene. Nothing, cut scene nothing and... can really touch you while you're doing back handsprings. So really, yeah. it's 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 a way to to guard themselves. It kind of reflects their their inner emotional state yeah. of not letting anyone get close to them. Yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a metaphorical back handspring. It's an emotional back handspring. Yeah. Are you back handspringing away from the people in your life? <laughs> back back flip away from your troubles. <laughs> so they do that. They realize, oh, this is too much for us. We're getting our asses kicked. And then they, they morph. They go, it's morphing time. Oh, yeah, they've been in their civvies this whole yeah. time. Now they're finally using their Power Rangers powers. Rangers powers. Powers. Rangers powers. Ranger. Yeah. And then they have really disappointing... You yeah. used a particular one. No, that's definitely... They do do that, but not, not in this cut of the movie. Um, is it the do you call it a henshin sequence? Yeah. I always forget that word. Henshin sequence. Yeah, where it's just they do the morph. Where they and then... t- like in an anime, you would have like in Sailor Moon, you have this elaborate yeah. transformation sequence. But and so I was bracing myself for that, and they just sort of announced that they're morphing, and then suddenly they have morphed. Yeah. Kind of like disappointing sex. Visually, it's higher budget than the morphing on the TV mm-hmm. series, but it is less interesting yeah because it's just them standing in the quarry holding their morphers or their morphosizers <laughs> or their jazzercisers the <laughs> to the camera a coin flies out and then they're just in their power rangers in their, armor their uniforms which i want I, I have always thought this armor looked really cool and i said it to you three times while you we were, were watching really this excited about the armor because i'd forgotten that each it's time so much better than the silly spandex yeah, suits. yeah the morph suits that they that the, the that they wear in the tv show the gimp suits yeah <laughs> they, they these costumes were kind of layered and textured and had a kind of armored look about them that looked really cool they look like they might possibly protect you from a blow yeah as opposed to the other one yeah which you would just see everything jiggling if you got yeah. smacked and as a kid, it always I was always disappointed by the fact that they didn't use the, these new suits on the TV show. Because at the time, as a kid, I didn't know that the TV show was like repurposing footage from a Japanese yeah. show. That I had no idea. So I that, didn't learn that until embarrassingly recently. How recently did you learn it, Mar- oh. Molly? <laughs> Within the past five to ten years. Hmm. Hmm. That's fun for you. That's a fun discovery to make. Aww. You're way more involved in Power Rangers than I am. I, I didn't know that you knew so much. I had forgotten how much I knew. I think maybe you surprised yourself that suddenly all of this trivia came exploding yeah. out of you as you, we were watching. Yeah, it was like we were watching a Doctor Who episode or something <laughs> and suddenly I know all this stuff about... I wasn't prepared. Yeah, I wasn't prepared. Like I stopped watching... I stopped watching Power Rangers, I want to say around the age of 10. I lost interest. It fell away from me, probably about the time my parents separated. And I just didn't... I don't know if there's a correlation. Just that's when my brain went, oh, I wonder if... Anyway. And I just didn't... It never clicked with me again. It is so plain. Yeah, I I can see as an adult, it's hard to connect to because it doesn't really explore anything beyond surface level, like external superficial problems that can be resolved by... Imitable violence. Yeah. Like, people who grew up watching Star Trek or Doctor Who or, uh, you know, the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, like, those I actually get why... examine yeah. issues that every time you watch it, the older you get, the more layers you uncover. Whereas with Power Rangers, there's one layer. And it's, we solved the problem by punching it. Yeah. Or shooting it. Or fighting it while being a big robot. Yeah. And there's not a lot of depth to Power Rangers. So there's this, the, the fight sequence... Ends with them kind of defeating 
Ivanuz's guys, and then they immediately lose their powers. Yeah, because um, meanwhile, Ivanuz has infiltrated yes. the Vasquez Rocks headquarters. He shows up, he talks smack with uh, uh, Alpha 5. Alpha, Alpha 5 and Zordon for a little bit, breaks everything, and because he's de- he de- basically destroys the command center from the inside out, the Power Rangers lose their power. And Zordon ends up as a weird, bald man wrapped in a baby blanket. He's wearing like a little caftan. <laughs> Uh, to kind of surrounded by diamonds and crystals, which is how I want to die. That's I, I want that to be my deathbed design. If I have that much lead time, I really, want, <laughs> I really want to be able to design a fancy diamond bed and a, a death caftan. Do you want a robot sidekick to kind of walk around making um, the noise? There's time. I mean, I imagine by the time I'm old enough to die, <laughs> that robot attendants will be a thing. Yeah. So I'll probably already have one. Bicentennial Man is definitely a documentary. Yeah. Sent to us from the future. About a robot who looks and sounds a lot like Robin Williams. Wouldn't you want a robot that looks and sounds like Robin Williams? I would rather have Alpha 5. No. If I had to choose. You wouldn't. I don't know. I, feel, I would feel weird having like the ghost of Robin Williams speak oh, no. to me. It's not the ghost. He just looks and sounds like Robin well, Williams. Well, that'd be a little disturbing to me. What? Why do my death wishes matter to you this much? I just want to plan ahead. <laughs> I mean, I will be dead I'm long gonna before. I'm going to way outlive you. Yeah, I'm probably already dead. I'm haunting this microphone. Yes. I've been dead for 15 years. There's been no one of that name around these parts for some time. Oh my god. That's the name of a local boy who was choked to death by a video game. This is honestly the best American (laughs) accent I've ever heard you do. Is that really? Oh no. You sound like Timber's grandma. You sound like Grandma Peggy. Oh, well, I have a surprise for you. Rip off a mask. <laughs> Peggy! <laughs> so, Power Rangers. Um, Alpha 5, uh, the Power Rangers return. Alpha, Alpha 5 does fuck all and gets electrocuted. He gets electrocuted. They get destroyed. The base gets destroyed from the inside out. The Power Rangers lose their powers. And I joked at the time that their smartwatches must have got a, sm- a firmware <laughs> update that broke the app that makes them Power Rangers. They then... It was a very clever joke. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's very much one of those in-the-moment jokes. They they can't teleport back to the command center, so they walk. They, I don't... We don't know where this base is. I assume it's at actual Vasquez Rocks, if they can walk to it. From Australia. <laughs> yes, they swim to Vasquez Rocks. And then they and go into the base, and they see baby blanket Zordon wrapped in diamonds <laughs> and crystals. Um, That's how babies are made. You put a Zordon under the cap, the, un- the diamond in the cabbage patch under the caftan, <laughs> and then you fuck, and then there's a Zordon just <laughs> wet, hanging out, just chilling. Zordon is now a wrinkly old man who sounds like Sleepy Baby John Hurt instead of like the the guy who runs your IT department, which was what he originally like. Rangers, hey, what's up? I just installed Doom on the, the local area network, so you guys can have a... Now he sounds like... Ugh. Even as a child, I did not notice. Or, like, until I think maybe this viewing, I didn't notice that he was aging. Like, that he was Oh my god, you're right, because they age his makeup every time yeah, they come I back to him. I didn't notice that. Yeah. I was just like, oh, like, 
pasty white boy, like pasty bald man. I guess when his face isn't all blurred by the giant floaty tube, this is what he looks like. That's what he looks like, yeah. But it's a different actor. When he can't put Vaseline on the lens. It's a different actor. And by the way, when we see Zordon in the tube, like his big face, the ADR is so bad. Yeah, there are some, as in the TV show, where where they just had like two clips of Zordon that they... Used over they just and over looped, and they yeah. Just dubbed over different words. But with this, they actually shot stuff and went to the effort of lip syncing some of the words. But there's a point where he's where Zordon says, "You'll never get away with this ooze," and his mouth literally goes, "Ma ma ma ooze." Watermelon, watermelon. <laughs> peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Yeah, it's just bad, and so much of the ADR is just well, fuck it, it's good enough, right? Yeah, like the Rita Repulsa stuff. Which you don't expect to be good because that stuff it's was never, never good. good. Yeah. But at least this time, again, they weren't reusing old footage that they dubbed. They actually brought in an actress to play Rita Repulsa mm-hmm. and then dubbed her with the the voice of Rita from the, the TV series. At least the the lips kind of matched up. It yeah. just looked like bad ADR as opposed to this. It was in a foreign language and now it's been dubbed in English. Yeah. So Alpha 5 explains that there might be a power. He flails his arms wildly like Stan I mean, he never, from Monkey he Island. He never is not flailing his arms wildly. But this is the wildest because his arms are like, it's like he's just trying to very quickly remember what the arm movements for the YMCA are. <laughs> and he says there is a but power. But then he remembers he can't extend his arms. Yeah. He has to keep his elbows at 90 degrees at all times. Yeah. Kind of like C-3PO in that regard. Yeah. Do you think Alpha 5 and C-3PO would get along i feel like they would just create like a stress spiral (laughs) like they're both anxious anxious little men they would just feed into each other's anxiety it would be bad it would be a bad relationship without bb8 and slash or r2d2 to temper their. yeah they need their service dogs (laughs) (laughs) i always thought emotional service droid r2 is kind of a a service dog for for C-3PO. Yeah. But Alpha 5 doesn't have a service dog, so that's why he's stressed out all the in time. The, in the TV show, Alpha 5 gets replaced by an identical robot called Alpha 6 with a very different personality. <laughs> and I don't know if this is true, but my memory of Alpha 6 is he was like, Hey, yo, I'm Alpha 6. Hey, forget I'm, about I'm it. so uh, much chiller than my predecessor. <laughs> hey, what's with all the... Ay, 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 ay. I ain't gonna do that. I'm Alpha 6! Why are you pulling out all the really fun American accents that I've never heard? Because I'm having a good time. We haven't done this in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I think we're a little too excited. Special podcast treat. We're like, we just like are barely past the inciting incident. And we've been talking for a really long time. We are now halfway through my notes though. Because there are huge chunks where I just stopped taking Well, there's a lot of fighting set pieces where you can just say, they fought a skeleton. (laughs) And then they won. But like, Alpha 5's solution is, oh... There's a there's a one energy power, there's one source of power in the universe that might save Zordon. No one's ever found it and gone to the planet and found it and lived. No anyway, one's ever been successful, good luck. But this is literally your only option, so I guess it's what you're gonna do. I'm gonna beam you up. Bye. Goodbye, teens. <laughs> so they arrive on the planet and are immediately attacked by Birdman that Ivan Ooze had sent out to get them. And the Birdman, I guess, flew to the planet. Yeah, they flew through Space in the same way that I guess the Power Rangers walked across the floor of the Pacific Ocean. (laughs) These birds flew through the vacuum of space. Yeah, somehow propelled themselves forward in the absence. They flapped their wings really hard. (laughs) In the absence of friction, maybe they were just launched. They just glide. Yeah, glowed, glid, glided, glowed. That's all. Glued, glue. They glue. They glue. They glue through (laughs) the air. Or the absence of air, I yeah. suppose, through the 
the inky blackness of space. Then it hit the atmosphere of the other planet, immediately and burned burst up. into flames. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Power Rangers just did it. They saved the day. Yeah. Um, the, they, the Power Rangers are getting their asses handed to them by the Birdman. And that's when sexy Obi-Wan Kenobi shows up. <laughs> Um, with her sometimes slightly Irish accent and big sticks, which is not a euphemism for her breasts. No. That would be weird if they were stick It would shades. be a weird... Yeah, they're just kind of cylindrical and yeah, outward facing. Yeah, a really intense bullet bra. Yeah. Uh, so she's standing there in this kind of robe that she... Like, the kind of thing, again, that Obi-Wan Kenobi used when he was trying to scare off the sand people... Immediately the disrobes. The first thing she does is take off the robe, and she never puts it back on. She literally, at the end of the scene, walks off without it. She's but done. I guess she doesn't need she that robe. She lives here, so she can just come yeah. and get it whenever. Yeah. But she, still, you want that if it gets chilly. She fights off some of the birdmen. She swings her um, sticks. her sticks around, wink. giggity, in a way that kind of. Uh, wink is better than giggity, because it's kind of a nice little knowing nod. Or wink, in fact. So. <laughs> so she, she's waving her sticks around. Until they make a yeah. noise. And then the noise terrifies the birds. And so they leave. And the birds just go. They Who's fly leave? away. Now, this woman is dressed... My immediate go-to as a reference is one that you are not going to get. It's Leela from Doctor Who. Because I just... And I described her to you when we were watching as she's something for the dads. She's there because <laughs> yes. at this point in the movie, dad is probably thinking about getting up and going into the... the, the you know, Having the, a smoke. going Having a cigarette, getting himself a cinema hot dog... And waiting for the, the movie to finish. And that's when this woman whose name I cannot remember. Dulcia. Dulcia appears. Dul- the sound of the two. Ah. Huh? Dulcia. Dulcia. What? Dulcia. I don't get it. Because the tubes. I don't get what tubes I, has to I do feel with like I feel like I thought I'd made a connection. <laughs> and there isn't one. But if I back down from it now, I look foolish. Dulcia. Because of the tube. Do you get it? <laughs> Yes. Good. Okay. Yes, I understand exactly. So immediately, Are you thinking of dulcimers. Yes, that's a, a stringed instrument. This is a different thing. Okay. We'll just keep. Go- we're just gonna keep going. I was thinking Dulcia, like, cause she's sweet and beautiful. Yeah. So sexy Obi Wan Kenobi appears, and all of the dads uh, immediately sit Booby, back down Booby in Wan their seats. But Booby Wan Kenobi, good job. Uh, that <laughs> I was think really we might good. have just found the episode title. There we go. <laughs> she so shows up. They the Power Rangers are like, hey. We're here to get the power. And she's like, well... You know, we're the power rangers, so if we don't have the power, we're just park rangers. Yeah. We need the power. May we have your power, man. And then she says, no, you're gonna die, so fuck off. And then they're like, we're not gonna fail. And then she whoops Tommy on his ass... And he clearly has a sec- a tiny little sexual awakening. He does. There's a there's a moment of look. There's a look on his face that says, "This has." When he she has her <sighs> staff pinning him by his chest to the ground. It's like his sex router connected to the Wi-Fi <laughs> at that particular moment, and suddenly there's this influx of data. <laughs> um, and then Kimberly's like, "Oh, Zordon's dying!" And immediately, Dulcimer has <laughs> Booby One. Booby One Kenobi has immediately like, "Oh, Zordon." Like, immediately recognizes the name. Possibly, possibly, they fucked. They fucked. Yeah. Zordon and Booby Wan Kenobi had a thing. I mean, they're several thousands of years old. When you're an yeah. interdimensional being and you've seen everything, there's not much else to do. Yeah, it's like old people in a retirement home. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot else to do, so they gotta fuck. Like, that's not Get really... it all in before you die. Yeah, literally take it all in. Take it all in <laughs> with grace and poise uh, before you die. <laughs> Or during, if the timing is off. And then die on your little diamond bed. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
Booby One Kenobi Booby One Kenobi This is when I stopped taking notes There's no <laughs> notes until like the climax of the movie Takes them to She says oh okay I'll take you there yeah. She just immediately is like okay well, that's fine. You're probably yeah. gonna die. I feel die. like she and Zorda must have had like a kid or a four hundred one k together they or something because have a history. Yeah. So she takes them through the rocks, up rocks, and through a beach to this giant circular across the Australian bush. Across the Australian bush is that what we're calling her now? Because that seems <laughs> in poor taste. Um, to what you described as a giant stone nipple, <laughs> where she was well, it. They're like on the side of a mountain where there's this, the ruins of this, I guess, like a temple or something. If she does ritual stuff, but there's a desert out spread out before them with like a monolith, I guess, yeah. with a forest around it and kind of a ring that looks not unlike an areola. Yes. And the, the monolith looks not unlike a very hard nipple. It's it's the restricted areola. And what <laughs> they get there and she's immediately like, okay, you all have spirit animal guides. So, boof. And then they're just suddenly wearing... Well, she does a little fire sparkle blow deal. She she, she gives them a good blow. She and then they the all, sparkles on them. She blows all, she blows all them six all. of them. And then they are imbued with this energy. And suddenly, and suddenly they're, wearing, they're wearing pajamas. They're wearing their pajamas. <laughs> um, and each one of them has uh, a particular animal a associated theater. with them now. Tommy, the white ranger, has a falcon. Well, a falcon. Kimberly, the pink ranger, has a crane. a crane. I'm glad that you're remembering these. I remember these. all of them. Rocky, the red ranger, has a... Ape. Uh, Billy, the blue ranger, has a... Wolf. The yellow ranger has... A bear. <laughs> and then Adam's all pissy because he has a... Frog. Yes. Um, this has been fun. Good. That's the podcast. It's just gonna, we're going to name animals together. They all have their powers, and like she's walking past, and she's like, she's like a brave Gryffindor, cunning, <laughs> cunning Ravencore, and, and then she gets to Adam, and, and she's like, oh, what's shitty wrong? Hufflepuff. Shitty Hufflepuff. <laughs> Miscellaneous. Um, and she gets to Adam, and she's like, oh, Adam, what's wrong? And she's, he says, oh, I'm, I'm a frog. He feels she's emasculated. Like, yeah. And she says, oh, like the kind you kiss to become a handsome prince. Kisses him on his forehead. He immediately gets a boner. Off camera, obviously, because this is a kid's film. But, like, she has nothing else to say. Like, oh, well... There's potential here. Frogs become princes. Right now, you're a frog. Let's get that clear. It's like, this, this tale of the ugly duckling always bothered me, even as a kid. Because... The moral of that story is supposed to be, but you're going to grow and become beautiful and graceful, like a like a goose or whatever the fuck. And is it also as a swan? Thank you. And the idea to be fair in profile, they look very similar. (laughs) (laughs) The idea of that story is: look, kid, I know you're ugly now, but I promise you, you are going to be sexy as fuck later. That's what the ugly duckling story. That's always how that resonated to me. It's like it's like a parent agreeing with me that I'm disgusting looking and then making a promise they can't possibly keep. In fairness, I'm much more attractive than I was. I feel I like was. we touched a nerve it, Yes, there's definitely... This is something I really should be discussing with a therapist I don't have. But <laughs> I mean, again, in fairness, I do think I'm kind of attractive-ish now. Yeah. I have a not unpleasant configuration of facial yeah, features. Yeah, your face is it's pretty... Symmetrical. I like that you had to tilt your head to the side to say your face is, is pretty 5, 10, 15, 25, 45 degrees. There we go. That's symmetrical. It's the ideal angle to look at it. It's like straight on, I look like a Picasso painting, but you get to the right angle, and in yeah. certain lights, the end. So she sends them out into the jungle in their pajamas. Because she can't go with them. 
Yes. Because she, just, she would rather be an owl. She says, yeah, I can't leave this area because I, if I do, I will wither and age and die. As anyway. Rather, like Zordon is yeah. right now. Anyway, and then, bye. And like, bye. never... And then she turns into an owl and flies away anyway. Like, if she could just say, I, I would join you, but I just, I don't want to. She's I, the Goblin King. I don't want to go. I'm just, it's not my thing. I mean... Transparent is on. If I'm going to be 100% honest, I do this with everyone who comes here. <laughs> I give them animal pajamas and I send them on their way. And then I head home and I watch Arrested Development. You know they just dropped the remix of season four on Arrested Development? There's no fucking way I'm going to the jungle nipple when I've got to like watch the, the Arrested. I'm not doing it. There's no way. Bye. Fuck off, I'm an owl. And then she leaves. I wish I could turn into an owl. I know, I play D&D with you. Oh no! <laughs> I forgot that that I'm very transparent about that. There's you, your character, she's very transparently the person you wish you could be. <laughs> so they go for a walk through Jurassic Park and are attacked by some skeletons. And that's a whole set piece. That's like, it. That's really all there okay. is to so, it. So moving on, um, they reach a giant stone door. Oh, no, during this, Ivan Ooze is selling his, what I assume his excrement in jars. Because... <laughs> It's coming out of a hole in his body, yes. let's say. It's definitely coming from him. It's 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 a, it's a secretion. It's Ivan's ooze, which he's put in jars. He's giving it away to free to kids. While, by the way, dressed as a scary magician in whiteface. He looks scarier as a faux human magician than he does in his, like, creature yeah. alien form. It's, it's disturbing because his teeth... His teeth are all gross. It's it's gross ah, to look at. And it's frightening. He definitely he looks like because he Ivanus has purple skin. Well, he has the ability to shapeshift into a normal looking construction worker. So yeah. I don't understand why he chose this creepy ass form to try to sell his wares to children. It's it's almost like he said, "Listen, I could transform into a regular dude, but instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop by Party City and pick up a shitty wizard <laughs> costume, and then can we just, I mean, can we get like some talcum powder or like something that I can just put on my face? When we're in Party City, see if they have any like Doc Brown wigs from Back to the Future. <laughs> get a couple of those because I might be able to fashion one of those into kind of a rudimentary makeshift beard." Um, and I'm just going to give away jars of, of my, oh my shit. Oh. And my jizz. We hadn't decided what, <laughs> it's, it's what excretion jizz. this was. So they give it to the kids for I free. Mean, it's, it's not... It's jizz. Yeah. Like, the consistency <laughs> is closest to... Yeah, it's it's the con- it's it's the conception of his, his plan. And he the kids... The kids take... Here's what it is. <laughs> and then nine months later, all of them have ooze babies. Ooze babies. Yeah, that's the sequel that they never made. Is uh, everyone being pregnant with Ivan Ooze's his kid? There's probably deviant art stuff about that. <laughs> no, I. I'm gonna. I'm going to type into deviant art Ivan Ooze M Preg. Actually, I'm. I'm gonna no, do that. I mean, be at least do incognito. I'm mode. definitely doing it on incognito mode. Uh, let's see, deviant art. Oh my god, are you actually, actually, actually doing this? I'm. I'm doing I it. I would be content. <laughs> oh my god. I would be content just to see the Ivan Ooze fan art. I don't feel the need to oh, oh, add okay, impact right. to the search terms. I'm just going to search for Ivan Ooze. Ivan Ooze. Let's see what comes I'm up. really curious. Oh, there's someone did Ivan Ooze Pikachu. <gasps> oh, God! Oh. That's an ad. That's the only thing? That's, that's the one result okay, on DeviantArt. Everyone, go to DeviantArt, look up Ivan Ooze, and you will see a <laughs> Pikachu. It has he looks no... like he like you evolved with an Ivan Ooze stone. It has no comments and no likes. Now I if think you... you need to be the first to let like me... it. Let me and log in. Comment and say, okay. what if he were pregnant though? 
<laughs> no, here's the thing. What if Sonic got him pregnant? I'm definitely logging into my DeviantArt account. You now know I have a FetLife account and a DeviantArt account. Um, Which is more embarrassing. Definitely DeviantArt. I think DeviantArt is more surprising to me. Well, I used to post stuff to DeviantArt. Like, I have a profile. I'm not going to tell anyone what it is. Oh, no. that's I get no. that. Um, I won't look. I won't look at your. Screen. I am. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm. I'm not. Okay. If you if you have a DeviantArt profile and you find. By the way, you can just Google uh, or or DeviantArt and search Pikachu as either news. Don't <laughs> leave. Don't leave a nasty comment. Leave a D- nice le- comment because this person had a vision. <laughs> <laughs> this person they saw something that no one else saw while watching this movie, and they, they brought their vision. They to had life. a realization, and they thought, "I must paint." <laughs> like. Do you this think is... they woke up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, <laughs> like, I must, I, I, to my I, canvas? I, 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 I've an oozy chew! <laughs> oh, Digby, bring me my laptop, open up MS Paint! Like, it's... It's Pikachu's. I'm yeah. a Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's a really good title, too! Oh no, no, I'm st- I think Booby One can Okay. Is. There's an option to download it, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to favourite it, and I'm going to add a comment. And if you do this... Dear listener, we're not here to tear anyone down. We're not no. here to be cruel or this mean is or someone mocking. Who like had a radical dream and they're following their dream, and I I think that should be commended. So leave a nice comment for what's the what's the artist's name? The artist's name is uh, Cradezilla. Leave a nice comment for Cradezilla. Yeah, yeah. Encouraging I, them for following their. Let me see if Cradezilla is. Let me see if they're still active. Um, How much of this is going to get edited out? Probably not a lot. He's been on DeviantArt for three years. So this is recent artwork. This is his newest deviation. <gasps> when was it posted? I, the mobile version of the site doesn't let me see. Oh no. Um, maybe it's under info. 24 minutes and 46 seconds ago. <laughs> oh my god! As we were, as we've been recording... <laughs> This went live. Do you think we like manifested this secret style with, <laughs> with the intensity of our emotion? We needed this. Oh god. This is we, we created this. This is Do you us. think Cradezilla is like a time traveler who listened to this episode and went back and like was like I have to make the Pikachu that they've described. Oh man. This was meant to be. I feel really ha- happy. This is am- I have like goop 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 spots. <laughs> Maybe that's the title. <laughs> this is a magical moment. I feel like sometimes you record and we're really struggling, but sometimes you record and just everything comes together. And this is uh, one of those times. And I just want to remember feeling this way and sharing this special time with I you. I never ever want to not feel like this. And I know I want this a membership pass. card for this moment. Yeah, if anyone wants to make one, <laughs> post it to DeviantArt. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. So while uh, all the parents, like, they fight, well... I hope that's entitled, I choose you. It's not. It was just Pikachu as Ivan News. Yeah, well, you, I thought I was listen, clever. What, was I, what did I say? It's something Zilla. I forgot what Craig you Zilla. Craig Zilla. Listen, you did great work, but you fucked up on the title. <laughs> Craig Zilla, you, there were a lot of missed opportunities. Yeah. Pikachu's is really the... Pikachu's. Pikachu's is the better title. If you're listening yeah. to this... And again... Look, don't don't go and like roast this kid. This whoever this is who made this artwork, like they did something. They brought something. This person new is into braver than I am. Yes. This person has more artistic integrity <laughs> than most of the people I've yeah. met. You're a paid professional artist, <laughs> and they, I I would say this person has more artistic integrity than I do. I kind of want to see your take on a Pikachu Avenue's now. I would. It's been done. Like I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it any better. <laughs> Like, that's your objection, not I can't do this. It's, 
This, this my objection will... is that I can't do it any better. Like, I can't bring anything new that Cradezilla hasn't already explored. Like, uh, Cradezilla, like, hit the nail on the head It belongs in a museum. Yes. Uh, anyway, We've so... We've been a long time lauding Cradezilla. Yeah. It's time to get back to... And, and wrap this up. Because yeah. we're nearing the end. We're getting very close to the, the, the third act. So, um, I, Ivanu's... Fred's dad... Um, who is sometimes Australian and sometimes not, sees the jar of Ivan's ooze. Like Bindi Irwin. Yeah. The accent comes and goes. <laughs> like David Tennant in the movie Bad Samaritan in theatres now. <laughs> it's rough. He sees Ivan's ooze on the kitchen counter that I guess Fred brought home because Fred is a dipshit and sticks his, like, he immediately opens it, sniffs it, puts his hand into it, the jar. He sniffs it and grimaces. And then his next instinct is to put his whole hand into this stuff. He fists the jar yes. of Ivan Zoos and then is immediately hypnotized yes. and leaves a suspicious stain on the counter and then walks it's away a purple stain. with all the other parents to the construction site yes. where Ivan Ooze has buried a terrible robotic monstrosity or two. Two, yes. Yeah. Meanwhile, back with the Power Rangers, they find a door. A rock monster appears. They kill the rock monster. They fight it and then... Then there's another one. They kill that. And then there's another one. I Rocky, think there's five or six. Yeah, Rocky, Rocky does the splits. splits a lot. At this point, I started to notice that a lot of the quips that the Power Rangers make are very kind of cliched, tropey kind of quips. The key one being in one of the big fight sequences earlier, Have a Nice Trip, See you Next Fall. Which I thought was very clever yes. when I was five years old watching this for the first time. Which... In the UK, we don't call Autumn Fall. So, Have a Nice Trip was hilarious, and then See You Next Fall was like, like, wait a minute, why? Is there a sequel? What does this mean? (laughs) So they fight the stone stone golems, they win, and they are immediately, like, the door opens and a giant pyramid kind of emerges with a coin with all of their animal spirit guides on. Mm -hmm. What a shocking coincidence. The animal guides leap out of the coin in what is, I, I'm going to call a very cheap display of computer-generated imagery. It was 95. It was very reboot. It was very mainframe yes. studios. It was on par with the animation in Barbie and the Nutcracker. <laughs> the Power Rangers are then uh, assaulted by their respective animal spirit guides. And and they just in... fly around them and tickle them all. Yeah, and they're, they're surrounded by crinkle tinkles, and then they are suddenly... They have an ASMR experience. They have, a, they have an ASMR experience, and then they are in their original Power Rangers uniforms, but with their new crest with their spirit animal on the chest. And they're like, yeah, we got our powers back. How? Don't know. Anyway. Magic. So at one point, when the animal spirits are flying towards them, one of the rangers, I think it's Billy, just says, Zords! <laughs> with the kind of... Low impact excitement of a Shakespearean actor who's doing uh, Much Ado About Nothing for the 8,000th time. And he really just wants to move on to Macbeth. But they keep doing, you know. He wants to show his chops. He's got range. He's a talented actor. Much like the character Tony in the web series Typecast, which we are currently crowdfunding. Please go to bit.ly slash typecastgogo to help us raise as much money as we can. Thank you very much. That was, I think, a good segue. Seamless. I wasn't planned. It just, I just saw an opportunity. You know, when the spirit moves you, you gotta go with it. We, we've learned many things from Cadezilla today. <laughs> <laughs> and that is one of them. Cadezilla, just like Cradezilla? Cradezilla? Yeah. I've already Cradezilla. forgotten. I'm sorry. <laughs> if he finds this, we're or already she. dead. They. they. When this individual finds this episode, which they invariably will. Yes. <laughs> 
Just, I just, I feel like we all have a lot to learn from Kratzilla. Yeah, we've definitely, like, I feel emboldened now. Yeah. Having found that artwork. Anyway, so they immediately fly back to Earth in their brand new Zords, which probably have new Zord smell. <laughs> so they probably had to stop at, like, a Galpin or whatever and get, yeah, like, and, and also, like, adjust their seats. And... Yeah, like, reprogram the CD player. Yeah. And figure out which button is that does the enormous crotch kick. <laughs> which we'll come back to. And they arrive to find Ivan's two big robots kind of wrecking up shop. And there's a news report on the television in Angel Grove that says, Angel Grove has never known this, has never known destruction like this. Yes, you have. Weekly. Once a week, yeah. Once a week, every week for four full years. Yeah. So the Power Rangers show up, they start wrecking up shop, beating up the robots. Meanwhile, Fred is having to rally the children. Yeah. Who are just throwing a party. Because their parents Because they have no parents. They're like... Yeah. Even as a child, I didn't understand the whole, like, yay, the parents are gone. Because then I'd be like, who's going to feed me? No one. Who's going to transport me? It's rough. It's a difficult kind of place to be psychologically. He rallies the kids. They get in a monorail, which he knows how to drive. Yeah, he... Yeah, there are no adults anymore, anywhere. Yes. While While the monorail is on the track... One of the monsters destroys the track, and so Tommy, in the Falcon Zord, just parks along the railing so the monorail goes over him. It's a, it's like a Mr. Rogers-style miniature. It's a bad model. It's a rough <laughs> model. And I also have not pointed out, all of the Zords and all and both of Ivan Ooze's uh, robots, not guys in costumes like the TV show. Very, again, awful, awful reboot-era CG graphics. It just looks rough. I don't know why anyone would think this looked convincing. That's and maybe all there was. They ran out of money. I'm sure it was impressive if you weren't accustomed to seeing CG stuff. I mean, maybe. It was 95. I mean, 95. but the, you have to remember, like, this came out around the same time as Toy Story. Mm-hmm. So go to Toy Story, see vaguely convincing looking CG toys. But you wouldn't expect to see Toy Story toys in, like, a, a real world human environment. No. They wouldn't integrate seamlessly. No. I think they did their best. (laughs) I just want to believe that everyone's trying their best. Including Cradezilla. (laughs) Cradezilla is doing their best. Cradezilla is better than all of us. Yes. So the Zords eventually form up to form the Mega Zord, which is when all of the Zords combine Voltron style into a dude-shaped robot. Get into a tussle, destroy one of the robots, and then Ivanus possesses the other one oh. by elongating himself oh. like a giant magenta cock oh. with a face on the end of it. Oh. He grows big, which is not a euphemism, although probably he's big also and is a swollen and purple. Yes, and then he uh, punches the Power Rangers for a bit. Gets them in a in a in a. Kind they of fly a, into space. They fly into space. Yes, thank you very much. And then they have an idea of, oh, there's an asteroid. There's just a convenient asteroid well, near the I, Earth. Well, earlier in the movie, maybe we should have mentioned this, but they had they they said, like, there's a comet that's going by. I don't remember that. Yeah, because the, when they did the skydive, it was to benefit the observatory. Oh! Oh! Which is funny because comets are just balls of ice. They're not fire. But there is a, like a flaming 
As soon as Ivan Ooze collides with the comet... A flaming body. He explodes. Of some sort. Yeah. And then there are... You know how... No, you missed the, cro- the knee to the groin. Oh, there was the knee to the groin. Yeah, they knee him in the groin and then he There's gets, a button for it. Yeah, there's a special button for kneeing someone in the groin. And they push um, Ivan Ooze into the path of the comet. Of the com- Or whatever this celestial event is. Yeah, which like, explodes. It's a flaming rock thing. Yeah. It explodes. I don't it- know how it's on fire in space, but they didn't ask me. The thing I love about the explosion of this comet... Tell me. Is not only... You know how in Star Wars, in the special edition of the first Star Wars movie, when the Death Star explodes and they added that ring? Yeah. The, like the Genesis like the wave, wave, like with, um, yeah. in Star Wars, uh, sorry, Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan, they had that kind of wave. They, they, there is five of those waves on this comet when it explodes. <laughs> five! I counted! So you know it's a really, really intense explosion. Yeah. Like, they really meant this explosion. They really meant it. Yeah. And that's it. They de- they've defeated Ivan Ooze. And they win. Cut to a big party. Oh, and Fred sprays his dad with a hose and he gets... Oh, yeah, the all the parents and... get de-gooped yeah. and it's fine. Yeah, like, they're all fine. Yeah. So, in the epilogue, there's a big party. Bulk and Skull are taking all the credit for everything because... That's what they do. That's what they do. Uh, the Power Rangers are talking about how great they were. While they're eating crab? It's weird. It's like someone, like, crossbred crabs with a blooming onion. Oh, I don't quite... It doesn't look appealing, whatever's on... You know what it looked like? The table. You know the egg in Alien, in the first Alien movie? It's like someone deep fried one of those. It's a weird food item. And yeah. not something I imagine that teenagers would get excited to eat. But they were way into it. They were into it, I guess, because they're Australian. It's authentic Angel Grove Australian, Australian cuisine. cuisine. So they, they're, they're eating this food. Fred shows up and is like, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then Tommy's like, well, maybe you'll be a Power Ranger one day too. They're clearly grooming this kid. <laughs> and then there's a fireworks display, which... You joked probably used to say thank you, Angel Grove Fire Department, and instead now says thank, <laughs> thank you, Power, Power Rangers, Rangers. Which is an asymmetrical They're sign. Picking up all the slack. Yeah. And then credits. The end. The film's done. We're free. There was a post credit sequence. Briefly. Oh, yeah. Where when... Goldar is sitting on the chair and yeah. he says he's the ruler of the universe. And then Rita and Lord Zed Rita... come back in. Yeah. And then um, Thanos shows up. <laughs> And kind of grins, and everyone in the audience pretends to know yeah. who he is. And then end credits. And the song uh, We're in Trouble plays by whatever band that is. They sound like children, but you assured me that they were women. They're definitely women. So what did we think of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers colon the movie? I always enjoy watching it. Like, I know that it's not good. It's a bad film. But I never don't enjoy watching it. It's, I, I will confess a certain level of enjoyment on this one even though i know it is a bad movie it's also a much beloved slice of my childhood from just before everything went to shit Mm. so it i would i'm never going to own a copy of this i own super mario brothers the movie (laughs) twice but i will never own my own copy of power rangers the movie but it did give me warm and fuzzies in a Mm. way that i haven't I don't really get from a lot of other movies from my childhood. I know it's bad. I know it's structurally... Structurally, narratively speaking, it's not it's, awful. It's, pa- it's superficial. Yeah. like In it's, the way that all of... And, and formulaic in the way that all yeah. of the episodes are. Yeah. It's it's a very shallow they, experience. They've thumbed through Save the Cat. Yeah. They're like, okay, I got, I got it. They bought Save it. the Cat and never really... I think they maybe read, like, the dedication page. Yeah, and like, they you read know what, the I'll chapter get to that headings... Yeah. And they were like, oh, I got it. They That's read it. Yeah, the table of contents. Yeah. It's it's profoundly silly. It's profoundly silly. But it has a through line. It's it's yeah. comprehensible yeah. in a way that a lot of 
a lot of the movies that we've been watching are haven't not. been. Yeah, it's 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 better by far than the Emoji movie, mm. than Masters of the Universe, than My Little Pony movie. It this is this is tangible, comprehensible. Yeah, and. Again, very, very shallow. Yeah, it's not trying to say anything. No. It's not even really trying to say these are the, what the Power Rangers are like <laughs> now because it's a separate continuity from the TV show. And anyone who watched the show as a kid at that point knows these are not our Rangers. But it is Power Rangers. Yeah, like, it is what Power Rangers yeah. is. And I would argue that this is more Power Rangers than the movie that came out last year. Yeah. Which you have not seen and not I won't... Yet. I won't go into too much detail. It's on the list, and, and we will get to it. Eventually. We will definitely be getting to it. The Flophouse recently did an episode on. Oh, on the I new can't Power wait! In that case, um, you don't listen to the Flophouse, do you? No, but I, I know the premise. Yeah. So the next episode is a cinematic masterpiece that came out in I want to say two thousand and seven called Transformers, <laughs> directed by the great Sir Michael Bay. Uh, how he's how been do, he's been knighted. He yeah he uh, uh he was definitely knighted in that. Um, he has been kicked into the starry night sky, uh, where his cold, lifeless body orbits, um, the earth. orbits the earth. Yeah. Now you've, I think this was your choice. Was it? I don't like Transformers. So I, I think don't I think... would have definitely chosen Power Rangers. Either or. I don't really know. Anyway, um, have you seen Do Trans- either of us like Transformers? I, I've seen it. I think I saw it on DVD. I saw it in theaters. Whoa. I saw this one in theaters and I wore my Transformers shirt to go see it in theaters. Because you're a Beast Wars person. Yeah. Right? I was like, they're kind of the same. I really don't like Transformers, but I love Beast Wars. Yeah. And since there's not really any Beast Wars material, I kind of have to settle. Yeah. I didn't enjoy the movie, as I recall. But we're going to rewatch but it. But we're going to watch it anyway. Yeah. How do you feel about the upcoming experience of watching the Transformers? You know what? I feel optimistic. I feel like together we can brave anything. Once you've endured the emoji movie, you can get through pretty much anything. I think once once we I think Digimon was my limit. Yeah. I think that's that's the movie that broke us. That's what one we finally found one that we like couldn't do. We we could get through the emoji movie and we could talk about the emoji movie. We couldn't talk about Digimon. And again, I know that there are people who are excited to hear us talk about the Digimon movie, and I feel like we've kind of let you down yeah, on I'm on that sorry front a little bit. That. But, you know, we have to go, we have to do what we need to do to preserve our sanity. Yeah, and we have to be able to create content that we feel good about. Yeah. If we ever reach a point where we think it's worthwhile setting up a Patreon, maybe we'll put up the uncut recording of the Digimon oh, episode. God. I feel like um, it's just a lot of groaning and swearing. Yeah. we this might. sounds like labor yeah. a little bit. Actually, if you if you have thoughts on whether or not we should do a Patreon, by all means, feel free to message them to us. Should we just wrap things up? Yeah, we should. We sh- we've been talking for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening to uh, to this episode of the Life Toyetic. Do feel free to leave a review for us on iTunes or Skitter or whatever your podcast platform of a choice positive is. Review yeah, if would you be like, ideal. if you like the show, do please leave a review. Podcasts like ours. Um, live and die by word of mouth. And I know I say that every week, but it's because it is true. So do please leave us a positive review if you dig the show. Tweet about us, tumble about us, Facebook about us, you know, share us on your social medias of choice. If you want to get in touch with us at any point, we are on Twitter. We are the Life Toyetic on Twitter. We're lifetoyetic.tumblr.com on Tumblr. We're the Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly on Facebook. You can tweet us individually. Molly, what is your Twitter handle? Molly Alice Hoy. And my Twitter handle is Ben Padden. And you can email us by sending an email to show at thelifetoyetic.com. And we'll read it. I mean, if it's nice. Yeah, if you send us an email, if you have a question that you want to ask us and kind of 
back to my point that we were talking about before. If you think it's worthwhile for us to set up a Patreon, if you would support the show via Patreon, absolutely do let us know your thoughts on that. So we've been tossing around that idea for a while and yeah. we want to know if it's viable. We have some thoughts about stuff we'd like to do. We have ideas for like recording special mini episodes that, that are films that maybe aren't part of the remit of the show, but that maybe yeah. we've talked about, like Flight of the Navigator, for example, <laughs> which we would absolutely love to do for fun. My friend Caitlin actually gave us a copy of Flight of the Navigator. Thank you. As a direct result. Love you, Caitlin. It's on my shelf right now. So we have a copy of it ready to go if we do it, if we do that for the Patreon. And then we like maybe like first episodes or yeah, some of the cartoons and, and Beast um, Wars. Beast Wars. I'd love I, to do some a short Beast Wars. Episode. Molly can force me to watch Beast Wars. Um, You're gonna love it. I don't doubt that I will. I It's a good show. And then of course we'll probably do a, a Doctor Who at some point because Turnaround's yeah. fair play. And yeah, so let us know your thoughts on that front by Twitter, email, whatever you want to do. Huge, huge thank you to Brian Melblum for providing us with our opening and closing theme, the Toyetic Toe Tapper. <laughs> I haven't said that in a few weeks, so I was worried I was going to trip up over it. Yeah. And just one last time before uh, we wrap up, the Typecast Indiegogo absolutely needs your support and your love. Please go to bit.ly slash typecastgogo. That's T-Y-P-E-C-A-S-T-G-O-G-O. That will redirect you to the Indiegogo page if you can pledge any amount, anything that helps us raise as much as is possible to make as many episodes of this show. I'm very, very proud of typecast i i co-wrote the scripts with my friend mac bevay they are some of the funniest smartest things i've ever written and i'm very very proud of the work that we put in to this point and I re- we want to make the show there's a proof of concept video that is a fake serial commercial with mac in full werewolf makeup um which is a sight to behold it's it was fun it was fun to shoot as well i mean stressful to shoot but it was it was a lot of fun and we want to make more i'm gonna have my head like cast in rubber and i'm gonna be a swamp monster which I'm very, very excited about. You can prolong that experience by supporting the Indiegogo, by pledging some money, which means the more money we have, the more episodes we can make, and the longer I have to look like Swamp Thing. I mean, you're going to have to shave your head for this. So, like... Head, beard, the whole thing. You need to fit as many episodes as possible into this one shaving, so you don't (laughs) ever have to do it again. I do have that false beard you crocheted. Because you're going to... You're going to look like dying Zordon for, <laughs> for a good couple of weeks. And I'm just emotionally bracing myself. But I'm really excited for you to get to make this show. Because you've been you. talking about it for years. Like, yeah. I think you've been talking about it since I met you. Yeah. I think, know you've put yeah. a lot of love and energy into this. So I want you to be able to do it. Yeah, we, we really want to make it. We're really gung-ho about it. And uh, we, c- we can't do it without, uh, without your support. It's clever and fun. And you're not going to regret supporting it. Thank you very much. That's very kind of you to say. Um, well, I'm a kind person. Yeah. Uh, well, so we'll be back next time with Transformers. In the meantime, thank you very much for listening. This has been the Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly. I've been Ben. And I've been and still am Molly. The Life Toyetic comes with everything you see here. Ivan's ooze sold separately. <laughs>